Hey, this is Courtney James Clark from Jurassic World, and you're listening to Atomic Geekdom. Tonight, uh, as always, it seems, is Matt from Two Broke Geeks. Yeah, I'm here a lot lately. Where is everybody else? Those <laughs> slackers. I fired them, apparently. Uh, no, they're all doing their things, and we'll do our thing here tonight. Uh, we are live again, uh, third week in a row, and hopefully we'll keep it up. And if there's any background noise, I do apologize, but we'll, we'll get through it. It's just the red-green show. People can enjoy that, I think. Uh, sure. <laughs> Um, so it's been a busy week, that's for sure. Uh, all their shows yep. coming back and a lot of news. So I think we'll dive right into talking about Legends of Tomorrow first because it yeah. de- debuted tonight. I only caught the first half. Matt, you caught the whole episode. Let me start with my observations from the first 20 minutes or so since, you know, not counting commercials. Mm-hmm. Uh, the pacing seemed very off to me. It was really bizarre and it's meant, you know, to bring new people in. So they have to kind of explain some of the characters that we already know. So it's a little bit of overkill for some of us. Um, But at the same time, something felt very off. And even the scene in the beginning with the, the, the the time masters seemed very bizarre to me. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like it was rushed almost that set and everything didn't look as cool as I thought it might. And, you know, they're on a budget. I get it. It's a pilot episode. So I'm not ju- too judgmental for the first episode, but uh, how did it go once they, you know, came together as a team and and the 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 wave thing, wave runner, wave something? the wave runner. Yeah. yeah, I had all your same. I share your thoughts about the first twenty five thirty minutes of the show. Like everything about it. Like I tweeted uh, about twenty five minutes into the show. I said. I don't know how I feel about Legends of Tomorrow so far. It sure is something because <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't get a the it was just bam. And I know they were trying to squeeze a lot of ideas into a very short period of time, but boy, it felt like they could have used a 2-hour premiere instead of a 1-hour premiere. Uh late in the episode, it actually started feeling pretty good and it, it made me want to come back for episode two i was probably going to come back for episode two anyway just because i hate to judge a show on its pilot pretty much all pilots are rough but um yeah the first half hour is a little weird and then the second half hour and definitely the last 15 minutes or so is pretty good so i'm hoping that uh 
next week will be more like the later part of the episode rather than the earlier part of the episode. Yeah, I don't see this show struggling to find its footing like Arrow did. And, you know, Flash was good pretty much out of the gate. So yeah, uh, I think this one, you know, you're going to get your pilot episode woes and then you you, yep. go, you go forward. And this is pilot part one and then part two is next week. And I think maybe if they had a two-hour premiere, it might have worked a little better too. Uh, yeah, but if, if today's pilot part – see, I didn't know that, that it was a two-part pilot. And so that makes me even more wondering – why they made that first half hour just so bizarre <laughs> kind of bogged down with exposition and it's yeah of- well not i felt it was not even bogged down with exposition so much as it had almost no exposition it was just bam i'm here bam i'm here bam i'm here bam i'm here and then okay we're all going to team together without really any kind of thought about it and then bam we're off on our adventure well yeah you're right you're right but what was weird to me is and maybe it gets explained later in the episode but stein basically kidnapping the kid and abandoning his wife um, is it is it under the impression they, that they're going to get returned to the same time? Like they're coming back right at that I moment. I don't. I think so. Yeah, so I think uh, that's what Ray says to Oliver. Ray. Yeah, Ray did say they were going to be returned right at the same time they left. But uh, Ray said, "Just in case, I wanted you to know where I was." Yeah. Um I thought that was a cool moment when he went to Oliver for you know for guidance yeah. and his explanation it started off pretty selfish i'm like oh he wants to make a name for himself but then he thought well no he wants to help humanity well and that 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 comes back a little later on too because there was a question i had very early on in the episode and I, i'm not gonna spoil it but there was a question i had pretty early on about ray's idea of um the, the making your name for yourself and whatnot, that all comes back into play later in the episode. So it, it, it wrapped itself up pretty well, I thought. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if it's meant to be a two-part pilot, but the titles of the episode are Pilot Part 1 and Pilot Part 2. So hmm. it leads me to believe that, you know, maybe they filmed it back-to-back or, you know, whatever. Maybe, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm looking forward to watching the rest of it. I'll rewatch it again and, you know, because i got to put the review up on the website, TomKeekin.com. Uh, mm-hmm. You can go there. All our episode reviews are up so far this week. We've got Supergirl, Flash, Arrow, Supernatural, covered by Matt. Mm-hmm. Um, nicely done. I still have to watch that episode oh, today. Thanks. Yeah. Um, I, I skimmed it so I wouldn't get spoiled. And it was very well written. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so you can expect that. And Legends of Tomorrow will be up late tonight. And The 100 will be up later tomorrow, I hope. And then Sunday, X-Files returns. So Yeah. Matt, Matt's, Matt's nice enough to cover that for us, too. So Yeah, I'm super looking forward to that. I just saw a TV spot for it a minute ago, and I'm just like, yeah, I'm so excited for the <laughs> X-Files. I, You know what? I hate admitting it because I really want to get back into the X-Files universe again because I remember loving Friday nights for mm-hmm. the X-Files back you know, when I was just – graduating high school and mm-hmm. you know that kind of thing but uh i'm actually gonna miss x files and i'm gonna watch wwe's royal rumble because i'm that uh, big of a, right. i'm a big geek and there's some surprise names that might pop up that i need to see so there you go you have my plans for sunday night everybody <laughs> they're gonna get my go. 10 bucks for the wwe network for another month at least oh um, wow All right, so let's jump into the news uh, real quick besides me saying uh, i really love the episode of flash this week 
not surprisingly, but I really did right. like that episode of Flash. And Arrow was okay. Just okay. I had a lot wrong with what they're doing with... I'll just say it. I'm tired of them stealing Batman stories. And it, I didn't think it was going to bother yeah. me, but it did when they announced the fate of Felicity. And if they ever once call her Oracle, I'm going to lose my mind. It's become kind of an internet joke where they go. Uh, I've seen that meme a few times. It is a picture of all of uh, Batman holding a bow and arrow, and it just says <laughs> Arrow season five costume confirmed. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. And I hate to think because these writers are too talented. They're 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 really good writers, and I think they can come up with so much more. So yeah, that's my problem with it because you see the work that they do with the Flash, and granted, they can use Flash's backstories and and all of his his books to go from source material, but I don't know. Maybe it's just, I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm being too hard pressed on it, but I hope, I hope things change. And I hope that last scene that we saw with the, with the funeral proves that maybe she's not in that position for permanently. Uh, um, yeah, probably. So, cause you know, there are other Lazarus, Lazarus pits in the world. Just saying they're out there. There should be, but you never know in this world. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so the upfronts or the somethings were this week. I always forget what they call them, but I always say the upfronts. Uh, yeah. They have a technical name, TCAs or something like that. Mm-hmm. Well, this is where the networks come together and they announce what shows are coming back and what new shows they ordered for pilot and all that stuff. And one of the big ones was the Twenty Four spinoff called Twenty Four Legacy. And this show, I don't know. Were you a big fan of Twenty Four? I've never seen a single okay. episode of 24. All right. I love 24. I live and breathe for Jack Bauer. Unfortunately, Jack Bauer is not involved in this show at all. Kiefer Sutherland may eventually hmm. come back one day, but the show is going to be centered around a new protagonist, um, a new agency. Uh, I believe it's still going to be CTU or a new variation of CTU, which is the counter-terrorist unit. Mm-hmm. And this is a, a new character and then a, a new female lead and uh, something to get excited for. It's the same, you know, real time model that 24 set forth. So I think it'll be good yep. and I'll watch it. I'll check it out. I'll give it uh, a season or two. We'll see what happens. But uh, speaking of other shows that come back, what do you got for us coming up after that? Prison Break. That's right. Another show I never saw, but it, I saw it was coming back and I'm like, oh, Wentworth Miller's going to get another gig on TV. <laughs> And and uh, his buddy Rory Heatwave, they were both in it. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot they, that he was in it too. They played brothers on that show, so that's why it's kind of funny. Um, them being the rogues. That guy that plays Rory way overacts that part. <laughs> he likes. Oh my gosh, he's an overactor. <laughs> he, he, it seems like he takes a lot of joy out of being the bad guy. And, yeah, yeah. A- anyway, yeah, Prison Break is coming back, and it sounds like, which is weird. Spoiler alert for the end of it. Uh, Wentworth Miller's character is dead at the end of that series. Uh, so I don't Interesting. know. I don't know if they're going to somehow f- be faking his death or uh, the show got crazy after season two, uh, season four. And then the, the movie they did, the TV movie, they did kind of reined it back in. But season three was just, you know, how long can you do this on the run thing or, you know, mm-hmm. breaking now out of a prison in Mexico or whatever it is. It's it gets gets a little crazy. And then the conspiracy theory of it all. And it was it was nuts. And I'll revisit it before the new season comes out. And that'll probably be my source for a binge watch article yep. uh, with prison break. And maybe maybe I'll get Matt to watch it so he can get caught up on it, too. Uh, I'll probably check it out. 
because Wentworth Miller is a good actor, uh, and he's yeah. worth worth seeing. And and his, his brother, I always forget his name, and I don't have the internet thing open right now, so uh, the Google machine is not open at the moment, so I can't tell you what the name of the actor. Oh, neither that, is mine. Uh, that plays uh, uh, Heatwave. I'm going to look it up right now as we're talking. But uh, I think Prison Break, you know, it's weird. Fox is bringing back all these shows. Mm-hmm. 24, Prison Break, and, you know, NBC brought back Heroes, and who knows what this means for previously canceled shows. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe we'll get more Chuck someday. Or It's a weird thing to bring back um, shows that got canceled, but uh, by the same token, I think the way that they're bringing shows back is smart in that they're bringing them back in smaller batches. Yeah, they're not going for twenty-four episodes uh, a season or even twelve episodes. They're going like X Files is only six, and I'm not sure how many Prison Break is going to be, but I think it's a full season. Or yeah, what we think see, of as a full season. Anyway. Right, like a 12 or 13 order. Um, yeah. What, yeah. It might be. I can't remember. but They're using like the cable model or even the, the Netflix model. I always call it the BBC model. Yeah, BBC, it's like a six. Because the BBC did it first. Yeah, they're they're usually like a 6 or a 12 yeah. order. Or deal. less. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. I'm looking here. Prison Break Renewal here. Uh or maybe they didn't announce it. Uh, revived limited series. Yep. Yeah, uh, ten episode order. Well, well, that's a little. That's still not that big, though. No, uh, and it's Wentworth Miller and Dominic Purcell. That's that guy's name. Yeah. So I don't know. I like, like I the said, f- boy, he chooses scenery. <laughs> I really enjoyed the first season of Prison Break, and so maybe this will kind of go back to the roots of uh, why it was so good mm. at that time. Okay. Um, all right. Let's move on to other news here. We had prison break. Uh, the star Wars rebels second half of their season trailer debuted last week. And I'm only bringing it up now. The first episode already aired where they brought in Princess Leia and it was, it was a good episodes on last night, actually Wednesday night. Uh, I enjoyed mm-hmm. it quite a bit. And what's kind of nice is the Disney app. You don't have to wait a day to find the new episodes. They're up the same day. Oh, that's real nice. Uh, so that's that's pretty nice. And so I got to watch that last night, and I enjoyed it quite a bit, seeing Leia interact with our cast of Rebels. Um, and it was cool to see. I, I enjoyed it. And what they're leading towards, if you're not watching Rebels and you can watch Rebels, you need to watch Rebels. It is. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. Nope. The trailer uh, is so good because now you're going to get – if you watch the Clone Wars at all, Anakin had a Padawan – and they really, mm-hmm. they really made that character organic and really cool. Uh, Ahsoka Tano, I think, is her name. And no, wait a minute, Anakin had a Padawan, right? And it was kind of forced. That it was he was put in that position, yeah, okay, because he sure. wasn't really a master yet. Yeah. Um. So it was kind of like an unspoken thing. Okay. Uh, it was more just because the war was going on, and he needed she needed training, and with Obi Wan's help, they could train her. Sure. So she kind of followed him, and at one point she leaves the series towards the end before the Clone Wars ended. And so she's gone, and then when he becomes Vader, I don't know if he just forgets her or thinks she died in the you know the Order 66 or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now she's back, and Vader's in the show now. And so now you're, they're hyping it up to the big showdown between the two of them, which you have a feeling you know which way that's going to go. But it's it's building up still to a cool, dramatic moment. 
Cool. Because, you know, obviously she's not in the trilogy, so <laughs> it's like, you know right. what's going to happen. But what's interesting is uh, the new kind of Padawan character in the show, Ezra Bridger, he, you know, the Jedis are very much in in hiding, so it was hard for Freddie Prince's character to actually reveal himself. Kanan is his name. Mm-hmm. And when he finally, finally does, it's a big moment when he, you know, lights up the lightsaber and fights back with it. And, you know, now you're starting to see the hope come back to people when they see a Jedi again. Right. And that's that's something that's kind of lost in the movies and what's kind of cool about it. Now, you can see it more in The Force Awakens uh, when For sure. the Jedi yeah. starts showing up again. And, you know, it was a myth, you know, and that gives them more hope. And you see that again when Kanan is fighting with the lightsaber and then when Ezra starts fighting with his cool. Uh, it's a weird, like, gun lightsaber. It's it's a handle nice. that has a gun that comes out of it so he can shoot with it, too. It's pretty, it's pretty smart. Huh. But he picks up a lightsaber... And it looks like he's being tempted by the dark side at one point. And he picks up a lightsaber that is a green lightsaber, but it has the two little sidebars like Kylo Ren's does. Mm-hmm. So there's a tie there to Force Awakens, perhaps. And we'll find out later this season if it storyline-wise well, connects to it. Uh, I was reading – I was in the Barnes & Noble the other day, and I picked up that uh, – I didn't buy it, but I, I stood there and I picked it up and I read it for a little bit, the uh, the the – force awakens visual dictionary oh yeah and i was checking out the portion of the uh visual dictionary that was about kylo ren and about his lightsaber and they were saying that that lightsaber uh the little things that come out the side are to vent they're they're like vents that um help uh keep the blade from exploding because he uses like a cracked crystal, which is why it looks all ragged. And that the design of his lightsaber is based on like an ancient design, which is why his looks uh, very unique. Oh, all right. Yeah. It does look like he's in a temple when he finds this lightsaber. So that could explain mm -hmm. a lot of it. Uh, That's cool. I like that because in the comic books too, uh, that they're releasing now, the star Wars books that are pretty much between the new hope and empire, Mm -hmm. you see Luke, traveling to all these temples to try to find Jedi holocrons and learn. Yeah. And that's been cool too. Yeah. Those visual dictionaries are actually really great. I had the one for the original trilogy and for the prequel trilogy, and I might get the one for the, uh, the for the new trilogy as well. The force awakens because they, they have a lot of information that's not actually included in the movie, but is, uh, official information. So nice, nice. All right, so that's why, yeah, I just wanted to get on that little Star Wars Rebels tangent because I think it's worth yep. noting, uh, you know, you're a Star Wars fan. It's not just, it's not a kiddie cartoon show. While kids can watch it, it's not as graphic as Clone Wars was. Clone Wars mm-hmm. was a little violent. I um, heard that about Clone Wars, yeah. And Rebels is, it looks a little more cartoony. It's kind of weird sometimes watching it, but at the same time, I still enjoy it as a Star Wars fan. So I recommend it to anybody. Cool. All right, what do you got? Punisher on Netflix. Did we all have any doubt that this was coming? (laughs) No, not at all. I mean, Punisher was, even before they announced him to be in the Daredevil series, Punisher was just something I expected to come to Netflix even after seeing the, uh, right after seeing the Daredevil series, it was like, yeah, Punisher could be on Netflix, no problem. Yeah, he seems to fit in that universe pretty well. And mm-hmm. we of course have to wait and see where they go with that character, where they go with Electra. 
Right. Because there's not nobody's clamoring for an Electra series, but maybe they could eventually do one season of Electra, and I would watch maybe. it if, if they do it right. I'd watch it. Maybe. Uh, but Punisher the series, I, I like the way that sounds more than Iron Fist, but I'm not a big Iron Fist fan, so that's why. Oh, uh, see, <laughs> um, the thing with Punisher is he's not. I mean, the Punisher's not a good guy by any means. He's, you know, he's an anti-hero. But he's even a Deadpool. I, I would say he's even more. I guess it depends on who's writing Deadpool because even Deadpool, I think, has more of a tendency towards being a good guy than the Punisher does, which is weird to say. But uh, I don't know. Maybe it's just the Punisher's attitude. But but uh, at the same time, Punisher is very interesting in terms of um, the Marvel Universe in – the way he interacts with all the other characters, like not that I don't think, not that I think we'll ever see him with Captain America, but like Captain America thinks he's a psycho. <laughs> so, I mean, right. Just the way he interacts with the rest of that universe should be pretty interesting. Uh, yeah. And his interaction in civil war was a bigger deal than obviously he's not going to be involved, of course. So, mm-hmm. uh, I, and you know, I enjoyed the Thomas Jane movie. Maybe yeah. I'm alone in that. The, Thomas Jane and John Travolta movie. Uh, I liked it. No, I think lots of folks liked, uh, I think lots of folks like that one. And I think people, I mean, it gets, you know, talked about pretty well. And so does, uh, I think that one gets talked about better than the, uh, Punisher Warzone. Warzone. Yeah. So the director of that did an episode of arrow this year. That was fantastic. So I need to go back and watch Warzone. I think, um, mm. That's exceedingly it's not a violent. Bad movie. It's not. Yeah, it's not a bad movie. It's just not a good movie either. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Punisher uh, is almost assuredly going to happen. Not guaranteed yet, but uh, yeah, they're, they're in talks about it. But Netflix would go on to talk about more of their series. We got a big string of them here. We can discuss. Uh, Jessica mm-hmm. Jones got renewed for a second season. I don't know that I'm too surprised. Again, I think the core of them are going to get more than one season. The, the defenders. Yeah. Is. yeah. I'm sure we'll get more Luke Cage and more Iron Fist, assuming those two do well. I think Luke Cage will do well. I think Iron Fist is a big question mark um, for the casual Marvel fan. Uh, the, the ones that are fans of the movies that are maybe just more not into the book yet or into the books. I don't know. I You tell me. Is Iron Fist that big of a character? Uh, well, he's pretty good friends with daredevil i mean during the civil war storyline iron fist was daredevil for a while when matt murdoch went away he said look i i want somebody to still be daredevil and i want it to be you and so danny rand went out and was daredevil so i'd say he's pretty important well i definitely know who i'm calling to be on the agu Iron Fist 101 episode because I don't know enough to be that expert. So I mean, I don't know a ton about the character either. I just know that he is definitely. Um, I think I've heard. I mean, he's not either, like a, either you or Justin were pretty hyped about that one. On, on uh, one of your episodes, Justin is pretty into Iron Fist as well. Um, more so, I would say than I am. I mean, he's definitely a, a C list character, but in terms of when you're getting into talking about Luke Cage and Daredevil, his relationship to those characters is pretty important. Fits in pretty well. 
Yeah. Okay. All right. So, yeah, but uh, Jessica Jones is going to come back. I'm kind of hoping that maybe we'll get to see Trish Walker become Hellcat. Uh, I don't. That would be nice. I don't know the likelihood of it, but I would like more Trish Walker because she was really the only character I really enjoyed on that show. Yeah. Uh, uh, the thing with me and Jessica Jones season two is, boy, it better get me in those first couple episodes or it's not going to keep me for the whole season. Yeah. The things that kept me going in that show, you know, and I didn't, I'm not as critical as I know you, some people were about the tone of these people not liking them. I yeah. did, I did enjoy it for what it was. Uh, but I, but what kept me along the most was the Trish Walker character and what she went through throughout the year or the season. Mm-hmm. And then also yeah. I, I really enjoyed the purple man. Uh, I thought Kilgrave was a great villain. Uh, he, uh, I, I didn't like the way yeah. the story ended. I think that that could have been a character to bring back eventually someday or keep in the universe. I suppose, but he was one that I, I kind of had a feeling that his story was going to end that way. Cause I couldn't figure out what else they would do with him. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's a role that, you know, David Tennant's kind of a bigger actor to stay in for a long time. Uh, yeah, not only that, just in terms of what they would actually like, yeah. they couldn't keep him anywhere. I mean, yeah, they, they showed that they tried multiple times. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I was like, what else are they going to do? <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, what else is Netflix bringing us? Netflix is bringing us – oh, this is another one I don't know anything about. Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah, this is a, a an offspring of the 30 Rock people like uh, Tina Fey and all them. Okay. It's a decent show. I, I need to go back and watch it. I only watched one episode, but it was funny. And it's about this girl that kind of escapes a cult. And yeah, I've seen the trailer. I just never actually watched it. Yeah. Yeah, so this list here is more that, – that's going to come back for season two on April 15th. And again, that's the consumable season where you can binge it all right away. Mm-hmm. And then uh, following that also is another season of Orange is the New Black. See, that one I'm excited about. I like that show. <laughs> Yeah, last season it took me a while to get through. I just wasn't enjoying it as much as the other ones. But mm, last season was a little bit tougher than the other ones, but Yeah. But season 4 comes out in June, June 17. Yeah, yeah. And then I I added this one to the list, so I'll talk about it. I don't know much about it, and I I kind of want to when I read the description of it. Okay. But it's called Stranger Things, and it's going to star Winona Ryder and Matthew Modine. It's going to have eight episodes uh-huh. that premiere on July 15th, but the description of it is kind of what gets me. And it's about supernatural forces, experiments, and the disappearance of a boy was all it said. Okay, I was wondering. You had that in the notes, and I'm like, what's that about? What is that about? And Okay, <laughs> I didn't catch that it was the description of that show. Yeah. So hmm. I'll check it out. Uh, that you know, does ne- sound kind of interesting. Netflix hasn't failed really yet, so – I'll, uh, I'll give it a chance. I haven't. Uh, there was one or two of their shows I wasn't crazy about, but you know they do pretty well. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, it leads me. And I'll take the next note too. My question for the panel, which is just us, do you <laughs> think? Do you think Netflix is starting to make too much content, original content? Um. Nah. I mean. <laughs> I think this is just the future of where TV is going, and that's fine with me. Uh, I want it to get there. I want to get to a point where um, I can have like just 
And I could do it now, just have Netflix and Hulu and Amazon Prime, but um, I don't quite yet. I Maybe by the end of the year I will, just because my satellite bill is really expensive. And I'm just, just like, you know, even though Hulu is next day and I'd have to miss a couple things, that'd be fine. Um well, even, you know, if you're going next day, the network shows all have their own websites. So, like, the CW is next day. Fox is next day. <clears throat> the only thing about it that gives me a little teeny bit of pause when we're talking about something like that is, like you said, everybody is going to have their own subscription service. So, eventually, it's going to yeah. get back. It's, I think it'll get to a point where it'll be like, oh, I might as well just have satellite because now I'm paying for 20 different subscription services that are adding <laughs> up to, you know, however much money. But I think uh, no. what would it be smart right now for you, <clears throat> cable or satellite, would be to incorporate Netflix and Hulu in their subscription package and allow people to do more a la carte with their networks. Yeah, 100%. I mean, it'd be nice if I could just pick and choose the channels I wanted. Yeah. <clears throat> but speaking of Netflix, the only – my – biggest problem with netflix right now is their movie selection right now is terrible yeah they're are, they are in an off month i think as far as the new movies that they added oh. in january oh it's really bad like i always call it and some people probably don't remember but i call it bottom of the shelf at blockbuster yeah like if you ever remember walking and looking at like the bottom shelf, it was like the worst movies, and that's pretty much what Netflix has right now. I I worked there, and they're like in training. They're like, okay, so when you sort the the, the new shelf, because the new shelf went around the store wall, and then the middle of the mm-hmm. store was all the old rentals. Yep. So the new release rack, you would go through, and the new releases would be the middle eye level. Of when mm-hmm. you walked. And so you would take up like the first four rows eye level. And then on the top and on the bottom, you'd have the direct DVD movies or whatever they were. And yeah, mm-hmm. that's exactly right. Netflix has got a bunch of like direct to home video kind of crappy horror slash fantasy sci-fi movies. <laughs> and I'm just like the wife was saying the other night, let's watch something. And we ended up watching nothing because we couldn't find anything that looked decent. Yeah. I would recommend those shows that I think Jenny recommended to you. Um, Mm -hmm. We, you know, Wormwood uh, is a good one. If you like zombies, I'd probably not for the wife. I don't know. I don't know your wife that well. No, that wouldn't be her type (laughs) of thing. No. Yeah. There's parallels is a good one. I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure that's still available. Parallels is a fun sci-fi type thing. Again, mm-hmm. maybe not suitable for the wife. I don't know if she's into that, but uh, yeah. We watched Black Mirror, and she Ooh. was pretty into. We didn't watch the uh, the one with the uh, the prime minister, but we watched the one about the reality TV show. Yeah, yeah. And she dug that pretty well. So yeah, Black Mirror. For anybody listening, that doesn't know what that is. That's the new Twilight Zone, essentially. And only way more messed up <laughs> it's expertly done each episode is its own little story its own little world and mm-hmm. they're so well done you have to get to the Haley atwell episode because i know I you got, and you're, mm-hmm. either you or justin have a big crush on her it's or, justin but yeah. i just watched the one with uh toby kevill yeah where yeah. everybody has a device in their head that records everything they do and i thought yeah. that one was really good too that so. one gets crazy 
Mm-hmm. I have to finish the season series three and then watch the Christmas special with John Hamm. Yep. And then uh, the new season's coming soon. They're starting casting. So that's, that's good, exciting. Good. Uh, that's another Netflix thing I didn't have on here. But why don't you take the next bit of news that we have? The funny, I think. <laughs> sure. Uh, Deadpool banned in China. I saw this. They yeah. decided it's too violent. Which I guess doesn't surprise me with what I've seen of the trailer because the Red Band trailer is pretty graphic. Yeah. And, and they're crazy. Like – from what I understand, their censorship board is just nuts. And so they really heavily control what goes in and out of that country. So for them to go, no, we don't want this. It's too violent. I'm like, yeah, that that seems just about right. Yeah. And I mean, especially if you use like England too, uh, the censorship boards are pretty crazy throughout the world. Like, we allow so much violence, but we get crazy mm-hmm. about sex on TV and mm-hmm. movies. And then you go to England and it's like all sex. Yeah. Or, you know, and I could be wrong. I've never been to the UK. I'm just going by what I hear. And- oh, I've, uh, uh, one of my favorite shows is out of, uh, there is another BBC show called Skins. Oh, sure. And, uh, Skins MTV tried is- to do that. <laughs> oh, and, Badly, but um, Skins is definitely something that would never ever make it on TV over here. Is that is that like a high school drama thing? <clears throat> yeah, it's uh, each every two seasons they get a new cast of kids in high school, and it's basically just sex and drugs is yeah. what it is. And um, yeah, it's and I mean it's on <laughs> BBC over there, so yeah. Uh, interesting. So yeah, Deadpool banned in China. That's funny. And that's, we're we're a month away. uh, Yeah. And that kind of went hand in hand with that mother who had the petition that wanted Fox to make a PG 13 version so she could show it to her son. Yeah. Every, I, I, you know, I feel bad for the kid, but at the same time, you really shouldn't be letting your kid watch that. I don't feel bad at all. It's like, (laughs) Some things are not for some people. Yeah. And, and don't and my, tell your kid that if he complains loud enough, something will be for him. Right. Like, this is just, this is the uh, entitled mental mentality of the world. And the, uh, you know, if I speak loud enough and cry loud enough, I'll get my way. And that's just not the way it works. You just, right. it's, you're, you're not allowed to see that movie. Wait a couple of years and then you can see it or do what we did when we were younger and you sneak out and see it, you know. Right. When it comes down to it, I think the kid should have been able to see a Deadpool movie, and I've made this case several times that I don't think Deadpool is a property that needed to be rated R. I don't think the comic book is rated R, but this is what we've got, and so it's not going to be for some people, like it or not. Yeah, I couldn't go to the theater to see Friday the 13th or any of those movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first time I rented a movie that was R rated and my parents didn't know about it was mall rats. And, uh, and I'm trying uh, to think. <laughs> we used to watch horror movies all the time that were, when we were younger. And yeah, if you have the right upbringing and you know, common sense, you'll, you'll be just fine. But you know, that movie is rated R for a reason. It's not for you. Stop crying. And you, you <laughs> should, you shouldn't get a participation trophy. It's that mentality. Right, and so I just when um, the only reason that I saw that uh, China, this is how I got to the petition, is that I saw a joke 
someone goes, well, it looks like every member uh, or it looks like every citizen in China just signed the mother's petition to get Deadpool changed <laughs> to PG-13. Yeah. And so that's how I knew that China had uh, done that where they said, nope, no one here is going to see this movie. Yeah. That's and that's going to hurt its box office quite a bit because China is the second biggest movie consuming nation in the world. Yeah. It's a big – yeah, it's a big part of it. Uh, let's, let's keep with Deadpool. I'm going to jump down a little bit in the headlines. Okay. Uh, in a recent interview, Brian Reynolds in the studio did a bunch of screeners for Deadpool, some, some surprise screeners. So some people got to see it, and they're saying it was great. Everybody's got good reviews. I haven't seen a bad review yet, but he was asked in the audience, somebody yelled out, Dead, or Cable and Deadpool, and he said it's being discussed. Yeah. Uh, you know, I would be okay with it. I, Nathan sure. Summers isn't high on my list of popular characters for me but no me either i mean i I wouldn't mind an x-force movie so if this gets but, us towards I mean, that but again there's another one where like cable and deadpool they had their own title called cable and deadpool right so that's pretty well-known comic book friendship so fine i'm not a cable person but um, I'm also not a gigantic Deadpool person. He's fine, and I'm looking forward to the movie. But yeah, and I know the the creator of Deadpool or the creator of Cable wants John Hamm to be Cable, which would be interesting. That'd be weird. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, let's fly through a couple of these headlines. You got the next one um, mm-hmm. coming from Fox's uh, TCAs. No, this is not a real thing. Stop it's, it. Fox it, is open to doing a Gotham spinoff. It's not a it's Stop not something they're talking it. about, but they'd be open to it. So oh, don't, don't expect one. I don't know what they would do. It'd be weird, but they I think they It'd enjoy be so weird. Like I can't even figure out they're already at a point where I still can't figure out how they're managing to pull off what they're pulling off. I don't know what they would do more than what they're already doing. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's not coming back for a couple of weeks or maybe a month or so yet. But uh, I'm enjoying this season, season two, more than season one. I've said it a million times, but it's not. Someday for... I'm going to watch season two. <laughs> but it, it, I get the feeling that it's this magic of season two could run out pretty quick. So. Mm. Um, what else? Oh, casting news for Wonder Woman, which we got to see a little bit of on Tuesday night during the the CW mm-hmm. special. Uh, Connie Nielsen was cast as Hippolyta, which is the queen of the yep. Amazons, and that would be Wonder Woman's mother. Wonder Woman's mom. And I don't know what origin story they're going with if she makes her out of clay or how they plan on doing it, but it, I think it sounds like the world had been a part of the Amazons. They were a part of the world at one point, and then they shut themselves off from it. So yep. there's very that's pretty true to yeah yeah there's a good possibility that Hippolyta and maybe one of the gods got together, which is another story. For Zeus. Wonder Woman's orange. Yeah, because Wonder Woman in the comics, the New Fifty Two, right now she's actually the god of war, I believe. And yeah. no, Ares is still the god of war. No, in the comics. <clears throat> in no, the com- uh, in the com- in the comics. Did she become the god of war? Because yeah. Ares is always been. Ares has, has yes, Ares has always been, but right now Wonder Woman is for some reason. Oh. I can't can't mm-hmm. remember why. I only started recently reading because I like the artist and the writer, the David and Meredith Finch. Oh, okay. Um but yeah, so there's that news. Um what do you got? 
All right, so we are on, oh, the, yes, new Suicide Squad trailer. Yes. Yeah. We, we already s- talked about this, though. <laughs> yeah, the only reason we're bringing it up now is, one, you can check out the hour-long discussion that me and uh, Matt and myself had breaking down the trailer. You can find that at com or on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Search for Atomic Geekdom and you'll find us. I think you can search for Two Broke Geeks and you can find it, too, because there's, there's, there's a keyword there. Uh Two people on this podcast that hated the idea of of it so far were JD and Jenny. Yeah, but they're not here. <laughs> no, but I know JD got excited from the trailer, and I asked Jenny about it. Oh, good. Because I wanted to get a quote. And her quote, I asked her, did you see the new trailer? And she said, yep, better than I thought. Hopefully they don't go too cheesy with the jokes. There's a few dorky ones, but looks fun. And I said, I just needed a quote. She said, Dorkosaurus on the loose was, was her quote that she gave me. But I think she was just trying to do the the, the word of the night type yeah. of thing. But uh, I think I think we were winning her over. Hooray. No, and I don't think it's going to go too cheesy. I And I said it on the trailer parking. I don't uh, – the first trailer was quite serious and this trailer was quite humorous. And I think it's going to have a blend and I think this is going to be – one of those movies that continues the argument uh, about PG-13 being um, kind of obsolete. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll fly through this bit of news, too. Jonathan Shayek is cast as Jonah Hex for the 11th episode of Legends of Tomorrow. So yeah, I don't know who that actor is. I'm not 100% sure. He's been in a few things that I've not seen, so... Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, he looks the role. He looks like he could fit the role. So that'll yep. be exciting for episode 11. Something to look forward to. And yep. now we have a string of headlines about some movie release dates being changed around. Mm-hmm. Th- this th- next one I didn't know. Spider-Man got moved up. Yeah, let me uh, pull that up here. Uh, see, I that saw one it this I... morning. Oh, see, I didn't catch it today. Um that's fine by me. I can't. Uh, Spider Man. I love Spider Man. So, yeah, Spider Man has been moved up just slightly. It had been set for July twenty eighth, twenty seventeen. Now mm-hmm. it's July seven. Oh, so, that's not nothing huge major. Then. Yeah, nothing major no. there. Because then the next news is a bit of a bigger jump, mm-hmm. and that Star Wars Episode Eight is being moved back six months. Yep. So it was going to be moving to the blockbuster part of the year, the May twenty sixth, uh, twenty seventeen. It is now going to take December fifteenth, twenty seventeen. So now, we're- yeah, I mean that this doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah. Disney Disney wants that Christmas spot. They want right. it. Nothing <laughs> comes out of Christmas other than art house films and right some you know cheesy comedy or something. But after yeah. the business that right some like sisters or whatever Alvin and the Chipmunk the Road Chip. I mean, yeah. They saw what they did at Christmas time with Force Awakens, and they just went. That's their spot. Like they're going to have that spot with Star Wars till the end of time. Now, yeah, it made sense. It seemed weird that you know Rogue One's going to come out at Christmas, and then we're going to have another one six months later. It's mm-hmm. fine with me, but it seemed weird that why not just keep them every year, same time of year. Yep, and just go forward that way, and then now Pirates, yeah. which I didn't even realize, they're doing a new Pirates of the Caribbean is taking over. Yeah, it's taking over that May date. 
I love that. Do you? All right. I, I do. A, I like that. I I don't I I don't apologize for loving that series. There, there's only one film in that series I thought was kind of a mess, and beyond that, I think they're all a whole heck of a lot of fun. I really enjoy the first one. I can I'll openly yeah. admit to that. The second one is the one I think is a real mess, and then yeah. the third and fourth ones are really good. Okay. Uh, what else? Oh, Justice League. Yep. Um, Justice League moved back to uh, what was Justice League's original date? I thought it was November seventeenth, so that's why the headline kind of threw me off. Uh, huh. Let me try to bring it up here. If you want to tell the the Terminator news, <laughs> uh, Terminator news is that further down than I'm looking? Oh yeah, Terminator sequel removed from the studio schedule. Yeah, that comes as no surprise to anyone because right. nobody liked Terminator Genesis. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. There was no point for. They're still. They still want to make one, but they're. Uh, they're not. They're not. Here's going the to. problem with that. Here's the problem with that series and why it never should have gone past Judgment Day. Is it's always going to come? The robot future is always going to come. So the um, actions of the movies themselves are completely meaningless. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, oh, so, the Justice League was just a confirmation that it's November 17th. Oh, okay. Wonder Woman was confirming that it would be June 23rd, same year. Yeah. So that's all that was. Um, yeah, the Terminator thing does not surprise me at all. That it's removed. And, uh, the plan that they're still going to make one is surprising. Because I, I saw Genesis and it was not good. Mm. That's another Jai Courtney flop. Yep. Um, let's see. Oh, I want to add one piece of news here that came out today before I made the notes is Benedict Wong has been cast for Doctor Strange. And he was, he's probably going to play um, Wong. Is there a character named Wong? <laughs> That's uh, – oh, boy. Now I hope I'm getting his name right. Oh, That's, yeah. You're right. Uh, yeah. He's uh, yeah, Strange's Doctor faithful Strange's... manservant. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm pretty sure that character's name is Wong. <laughs> yeah, known as Wong. So you have Benedict coverage at batch, Benedict Wong. Yeah. Oh, cool. Not often there's more than one person named Benedict to begin the with. Benedicts. <laughs> yeah. And they work together, so that's fun. Uh, so, yeah, that movie, Doctor Strange, comes out later this year, November 4th. Can't wait. So I wanted to add that in there. So what do you got? There's some Captain America comic book news. So- yeah, Steve Rogers is going to be Captain America again. Yeah, that, in the comics, which is again not surprising. No, no, I think the writing was on the wall that that was going to happen. Just like I think Thor is going to be Thor again. Oh, I, yeah. Eventually, nothing, no changes in comics stay for. I mean, they're still going to have Sam Wilson being Captain America as well, which is weird. But I think will eventually go away. And, yeah, just make the Falcon a better character, <laughs> and, and you can keep and, Sam Wilson as Falcon and be important. Like he's awesome in the movies. Do that in the comics. Yeah, and like I said, nothing in comics that changes ever stays changed. So of right. course, I don't like his new costume. I don't like his new shield, but I like Steve Rogers. So. Yeah, it's like a triangle shield. Oh, it's more like the classic shield is what it looks like, but I'm not a fan of that shape, so. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, so what happened with Captain America or Steve Rogers, the serum was pulled from him, so he aged to the normal age he would be. And mm-hmm. so then Sam he, Sam Wilson took over as Captain America under the comic book. Sam Wilson, Captain America, or Captain America, Sam Wilson, and now there will be Captain America, Steve Rogers, both written by Nick Spencer, who's also writing Astonishing Ant-Man, which is a great book to pick up. And he writes the, he co-created and writes Morning Glories, which is also fantastic, and that's out of image. So there's your little comic book corner for you guys. Uh, cool. Nick, Nick Spencer, very good writer. I'm loving what he's doing on Ant-Man and uh, I, I don't read Captain America, so maybe I'll have to now that I know that he's writing both those books. Yeah. I haven't read anything from Marvel that is recent in <laughs> quite a while, just cause I can't figure out what's going on. I have a lot to catch up on because uh, there's like the extraordinary X-Men now. And it's just, it's, Kind of like I'm only an X Men reader, but I've really been loving the Marvel Unlimited app. It's been letting me read a lot of old Marvel. So there you go, there you go. Um, let's we're gonna finish up real quick because I want to add something about Suicide Squad. Uh, Sam mm-hmm. or uh, Scott Eastwood's character. Yeah, we yeah. Can talk about uh, the Mummy, the reboot starring Tom Cruise. Yeah, set to come out June 9th, two thousand seventeen. So. There's another 2017 movie. I mean, whatever. Like I said, not that long ago. Just make it all. I don't care. Somebody (laughs) will see it. And if somebody doesn't see it, oh, well, nobody sees it. And they'll learn not to make it. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, Part of the Paramount news, I'll let you take over now. What's the other movie they're making? Baywatch. Yeah, I only included it because of the comical nature of it. <laughs> uh, well, it's supposed to be a comedy. Like, is uh, it okay? Yeah, it's gonna have The Rock in it, and it is gonna be a comedy, kind of along the lines of Twenty One Jump Street. Okay, I believe. Yeah, I, I plan on seeing it because Alexandra Daddario's in it, and I'm in love with that woman. Yeah, and, but yeah, I didn't know Zac Efron is also in it, so that no. makes sense that it's a comedy. So yeah, it's yeah, it's it's meant to be self-aware satirical of what yeah. it is yeah okay so it, it could be okay in that sense um and then closing out the news we got our first look of megalin ekikunawaki uh butchered her I last couldn't name say it either. Yep. i apologize uh she's the voice of vixen in the animated series that the cw seed has which was mm-hmm. which was well done. They had Stephen Amell and Grant Gustin uh, there as well, traveling to Detroit, I think, to meet her as she discovers her powers. And now she's going to appear live action style in episode fifteen of Arrow. We got to look at her costume and everything. I think she looks great. Yep, it looks cool. Uh, she's got a little spirit of a wolf coming out of her, and it'll be interesting to see what they do there because Arrow wasn't the show that had the metahumans and stuff. So I'm surprised that she's coming to Arrow and not Flash. Well, it's got magic on Arrow now, True. so so I, I'm, she's not going to be a flashback character. We know that because she can't, because mm-hmm. we only just met her as the Arrow, right? In the cartoon, so she'll be you know she'll be already a working hero too. Because by the end of the first season of Vixen cartoon, she's taken on the mantle. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what capacity she's coming in and probably helping with Hive, I'm sure. And uh, yep. That's interesting. So, yeah, uh, before we close out, I want to talk about Scott Eastwood and the the theories behind his character for the Suicide Squad trailer because I mentioned somebody on Twitter said Dick Grayson. Yeah. And what's interesting is what I've seen is he has a a GQ name tag, like initials. Mm -hmm. 
the only way that this could be Grayson is if it's the new Grayson, the one that's not Robin anymore. He's not Nightwing and he works for Spiral. Nobody wants that. I love the books. Don't get me wrong. I love the books, but I want him to be Nightwing if he's going to be yeah. in the movie. I want him to be. He's... Yeah. I don't know where people get these things exactly, but <laughs> uh, there's no reason to believe he's going to be Nightwing. There's just there's no. There's no reason. It's like the reasons that they had to believe that Joker was Jason Todd. And that was no reasons, except that people want to. They want to be right. They want to be right. And they want to make everything be. They want that hyper connectivity. They want the connectivity to the point where it's uh, silly, basically. And. I get wanting Dick Grayson. I want to see Dick Grayson too, but I don't want his first appearance to be as an undercover person in the Suicide Squad movie. That doesn't make any sense. Well, what's interesting is Scott Eastwood has a connection to David Ayer because he was in Fury. Mm -hmm. So is it possible he just said, hey, come do this role real quick? Sure. I think so. You know, Scott Eastwood is not a big name just because his dad is a big name. He hasn't had hardly any roles. He's an up-and-coming actor. Right, and for a long time, he went as Scott Reeves because he didn't want to get work as an Eastwood. Mm Mm-hmm. So, you know, we'll see what happens. I think he's just a character. I don't, I don't, I don't believe. I think he is, too. I don't believe he has a major role, yeah. I mean, maybe... Maybe these rumors sprung from, well, he's Scott Eastwood. He has to be somebody important. They wouldn't yeah. get. But it's like, uh, yeah. so I don't. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Internet rumors to me, I don't usually talk about them that much just because I think they're silly until there is some substantial weight to what is being said. Right. Some kind right. of argument they can present that makes it seem legitimate. Yeah, yeah, and who knows? Maybe his role in the Snowden movie that Oliver Stone did—that'll be his big role. Because I think Suicide Squad be. is just a bit role, like you were saying. And same thing with Fury—he didn't have a huge role in Fury. He was just a sergeant or um, mm-hmm. lieutenant or something like that. So, uh, you know, a sergeant. Yeah. So, you know, well, who knows? Uh, I just think it's—it's it's a little fun to speculate. I didn't think about that being the Grayson version of Dick Grayson. Mm-hmm. And while I love the books, I, I immensely love the book Grayson. I just mm-hmm. hope it doesn't happen right away. Build yeah, it. that's not how I want to see Dick Grayson you in can build the to movies. It and you yeah. you want to do a Grayson movie that's like a Bourne movie? Have at it. I'm all for that eventually. Right. You know, just like Civil War, I keep saying it wasn't a comic book movie, it was a, it was a political thriller. You can mm. do you can do a secret spy movie with with Dick Grayson eventually. Yeah. But he's got to be Nightwing. Yeah, I want to see him as Nightwing. I want to see maybe flashbacks to him learning how to be Robin. And I want to see him fight with Batman about not being like Batman. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I want to bring that up. Uh, I watched Batman Bad Blood, the new animated movie that comes oh, okay. out like February 2nd. And I'm bringing it up because it has everyone under the sun from the Bat family in this movie. Yes, it does. <laughs> it introduces Batwing and Batwoman. I loved Batwoman in this movie. I can't say enough how much I loved her character in this movie. Yep. And I'm not a huge fan of Batwing. That's uh, Luke Fox, Lucius Fox's son, but he was all right. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, minimal. Um, they, this is like the, I would say the end of the Damian Wayne trilogy of Batman movies they've done. 
Oh, so, good. Since I think now he's just he's not I mean, he's not dead or anything, but he's now accepting his role, mm-hmm. and he's not the whiny Damian Wayne. That's not what my grandfather taught me, type thing. Because his grandfather mm-hmm. was Ra's al Ghul. Right. Um, the only thing I hated about this movie was the last shot because now these animated movies they have like a post credit scene, and this wasn't really post credit. Oh, really? Yeah, like uh, the end of Justice League War had led into Throne of Atlantis. And I think there was another one too that I'm forgetting, but Throne of Atlantis might have had one. And this one, it shows them all going into battle: Nightwing, Robin, Batwing, Batwoman, and Batman chasing after Penguin, who's shooting people in the streets and stuff, driving around on a chase. And then you go to the this other rooftop, and you see the yellow boots, and it's Batgirl, but it's the new Burnside Batgirl with her purple costume and. Oh, the one I hate. Mm. The new New 52 version of it. Oh, see, I like that just fine. Do you? I yeah. I just can't get over it. Like, I loved I loved her costume. Yeah, As, no, I like that. I like it. I think it looks good. All right. <laughs> there we go. We can disagree. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've just, I was just so in love with the New 52 version of her costume when she became Batgirl again. Mm-hmm. And now that she's revamped it, you know, I'm, I'm okay with it. I don't read the book that often. I read it when Dick Grayson makes an appearance and when it ties into Batman every so often. But mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see what they do because they also teased – because the next animated movie besides Killing Joke is Justice League versus Teen Titans. Yep. And they teased it at the beginning because Dick Grayson is dating Corey, which is Starfire. Yeah. And you see him talking to her on the phone and it's it's pretty cool because we, mm-hmm. we now know – Minus Kid Flash, we know the Titans team that's going to be in that movie, and that's they're including Damian Wayne Robin. That's interesting to me. And Blue Beetle. Yeah. So, uh, so we have a little time to kill. Have you watched a lot of those animated movies or no? I've seen Throne of Atlantis. I saw War. I saw uh, uh, Batman. Uh, what was the f- First, I saw what was that first Batman one? Well, there was the Gotham Knight one, which was like attached well, to Batman. That Begins. was different. I mean, yeah. the, um, there's uh, Year One. There's Under the Red Hood. I saw that. I saw Under the Red Hood, but they're they're in a new. Um, oh, uh, Son of Batman. Son of Batman. Yeah, because they're in a new. Because Under the Red Hood and those other ones were under an older. Umbrella, um, yeah, that, that was still Bruce Tim yeah. was involved, yeah, yeah, yeah. So since the and I saw the Arkham uh, assault on Arkham, yeah. and I haven't the one I haven't seen yet is I have it. I don't know why I haven't watched it. I bought <laughs> it, but um, is uh, Batman versus Robin? That but one's okay other too. than other than that, I've seen them all. Yeah, all right, they're pretty good. Yeah, I recommend a lot of the DC movies. They're really good. I haven't really saw one that I hated. Under the Red Hood is still my favorite. That's even the best. Under the Old Umbrella. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the best one. All right, really quickly, we got to close out. Uh, where can people find you? Uh, on Twitter, at 2BGPod, or on Facebook, if they want. It's just all our Twitter posts. We don't really do a lot with it. But uh, if you're more of a Facebook person, we're on Facebook. If you just search Two Broke Geeks. There you go. We are at Atomic Geekdom, and that's going to about do it for us this week. Thank you, Matt. No problem. And we will see you all next week. 